Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands with me, please. Put on the screen for me Isaiah 54, 17. Quickly. Isaiah 54, verse 17. And let's read it together. Ready, go. No, no, please give me King James Version, eh? Ready, go. Amen. Lift up that hand. Don't you say this with me? Say, My Father, in the name of Jesus, every event and occurrences that leads to accidents, untimely death will not happen in my life will not happen in my family in the name of Jesus let's take it again lift up your hands and say it with boldness say in the name of Jesus I declare this morning every event and occurrences that lead accidents and untimely death will not happen in my life will not happen in my family in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray. Somebody pray. Lift up your voice. Yes, talk to God. Pray. Open your mouth and pray. Cancel every event and occurrences leads to accidents that leads to untimely death. Arrest it this morning in the name of Jesus. Yes, arrest it right now. Lift up your voice in prayer. Yes, it will not happen. It will not happen. In my life, it will not happen. In my children's life, it will not happen. Yes, it will not happen. In my family, any event that leads to untimely death, in the name of Jesus, we arrest it right now by the blood of Jesus. Somebody pray. You have one shot up in the name of Jesus. Somebody clap your hands and shout a big amen. Lift up your hands, please. Say in the name of Jesus. Every power oppressing my life through dreams of death right now. By the blood of Jesus, I neutralize it. Let's say it again. Say, in the name of Jesus. Come on, shout it and pray it like you mean it. Say, in the name of Jesus. Every power oppressing my life, oppressing my family members, through dreams of death, be neutralized now by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray right now. Any power oppressing your life, any power oppressing my life through dreams of death, through dreams of accidents, right now, we neutralize it. Yes, somebody apply the blood, lift up your prayer in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice in the name of Jesus. Any power oppressing your life, oppressing my life, oppressing the members of our families, true dreams of death. Somebody pray right now. Yes, be neutralized. Be neutralized by the blood of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. I want to hear you pray. Open your mouth and pray. Any power oppressing your life. Any power oppressing my life. In the name of Jesus. Please say it. The Bible says, 
death and life is in the power of the tongue so life is in your mouth death is in your mouth this morning I declare you will enjoy the fruit of life lift up your hands say this morning I speak life uh, say it well say this morning I speak life into my destiny life in my body life in my family any member of my family on the death roll right now I speak life I declare life spirit of death right now I command you come out shout it to say come out out in the name of Jesus lift up your voice and pray right now Somebody speak life. Declare life. Yes. Somebody speak life. Yes, 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 yes. Yapa Shadapaya. I speak life into my children. Life into my parents. Life into every child in this church. Life into your family members. Life. I declare life. I speak life. Lift up your hands. Two more prayers. Two more prayers. Lift up your hands. Please, I want you to pray this prayer with everything within you. Listen, Jesus taught us a lesson of speaking to both animate and inanimate objects. So there were times when you would command spirits, which your eye cannot see, to come out. And they came out. There were times he would speak to people who were sick and command them to be healed and they were healed. Are you with me this morning? There were times Jesus would speak to the dead and command the dead to come back to life and they came back to life. Now, there were other times too he would speak to the sea. The sea. He would rebuke the winds to be quiet and then there was peace. There was a time he also spoke to a tree and commanded the tree to die and the tree died now this is to tell you that anything you want you must speak to it uh, no. why, 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 why? I said anything you want you must speak to it this morning I speak over your life what your enemies were looking for they will not see it I said what your enemies were expecting to see they will never see it lift up your hands and say in the name of Jesus I speak to my body say in the name of Jesus I speak to my body I speak to the bodies of my children and my family members hear the word of the Lord Say right now, I reject any offer of sickness and affliction in the body. Right now, I speak to my body. My body rejects sickness. Rejects sickness. Any sickness in the family. Right now, my body reject it in the name of jesus lift up your voice and pray right now yes reject it reject it reject dementia reject stroke 
reject high blood pressure reject diabetes reject it right now reject back problems reject paralysis yes reject migraine reject it right now my body my body reject it every arrow of sickness yes lift up your voice and pray in the name of jesus command your body any sickness my father suffered any sickness my mother suffered any sickness in my bloodline any sickness diseases affliction in the family yes yes my body reject it in the name of jesus my body reject it now 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 stop your voice and pray command your body to reject it in the name of jesus somebody clap your hands and shout amen i said clap your hands and shout amen let me tell you this thing before we pray the last prayer one day the archbishop was sharing a testimony that before his father turned i think was it 40 or 50 he had a problem and he broke his his waist how many of you heard? i don't know if you heard him say that story before all right so he had a waist problem then he realized that his father's father before he turned 50 he also had some incidents his waist got broken so he started praying before he turned that age he started praying that it will not happen anything that they said was for members of the family i declare it shall pass over you i don't know why your amen sounds so weak i said it shall pass over you i've told you my own story before in my family my late elder brother we are three my sister is the first and then my brother who is second before me my elder brother before in his 20s he had high blood pressure and he had serious diabetes my sister who just passed recently in her 20s she had high blood pressure she had diabetes i'm not talking about normal diabetes one of her children i'm dealing with now my sister's children i'm dealing with now she's just about 22 or 20 something she has diabetes now by the grace of god i've crossed 40. by the grace of god i don't have high blood pressure i don't have diabetes listen there are things that you have a responsibility to deal with and anything you don't deal with will deal with you so some of you you see some of your aunties you see some of you maybe you see your mother you see your father go through a particular sickness maybe it's dementia she forgets and you, you are making fun of her you are laughing having stroke you are laughing or you think oh it is her problem no it doesn't work like that am i talking to somebody here a lady called me some time ago not too long ago, i think it was this year and she was telling me a story that her mother had stroke and there was nobody to take care of her so the person they brought to take care of the mother in less than a month the person had stroke then they got another person to come and take care of her. Then the person had stroke. Then a certain uncle of theirs outside the country decided to be sending money to take care of the mother. When the person sent the money twice, the person had stroke. <laughs> now she is the only person left to take care of the mother because nobody wants to take care of her. She's afraid to get close to her own mother because she believes that. 
So from, from what is happening, her own mother, she doesn't have a problem, but she's afraid that when she also gets close, she'll have stroke. Listen, sometimes eh, when we pray and we are dealing with certain things, don't, don't trivialize some of the things we deal with. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Because this 21 days of fasting and prayer, for some of you, it is your deliverance for eternity. Lift up your hands and pray this last prayer. And I want you to pray it well. Sometimes it's not just sickness. Sometimes it could be the age people die. Huh? Sometimes it could be a particular occurrence of, of, of setbacks or death or something that people at a certain age must fall, lose everything and things like that. Lift up your hands. And close your eyes. I want you to pray this prayer seriously. This is our last prayer for the first service. Say in the name of Jesus. I cancel my name and that of my family from the register of sickness. Register of death. In the name of Jesus. I declare I cancel my name from any demonic register. Can you say it again? Lift up your hands and please say it with meaning. Pray it well. Say in the name of Jesus. I cancel my name from any demonic register. Register of death. Right now. Register of sickness. In the name of Jesus, as I pray, I declare, I, Raymond, I cancel my name. I cancel the name of my family members right now. Clap your hands and pray right now. Hey, pray. Lift up your prayer. Cancel your name. Don't joke with it. Lift up your voice and pray. Anything that affected my father, anything that affected my mother, I cancel my name from every demonic register. I speak this morning. I cancel my name. I cancel my name. I cancel my name. I cancel my name. Yes. Pray, pray. I give you two minutes more. Lift up your voice and pray. If you know the sickness, mention it and declare. I cancel my name. I cancel my name. Yes, I cancel my name. In the name of Jesus, I speak today. My name is canceled. The names of my family members, they are canceled. I cancel my name by the blood of Jesus. Lift up your hands going to pray for you. I want you to, with all of your heart, receive the prayer and respond with a thunderous amen. Today, as you stand here to represent your family, any register of family or hereditary diseases, I declare by the blood of Jesus that your name is cancelled from it. Your children's names are cancelled from it. The names of your spouses are cancelled from it. I speak over your life that this morning, whatever afflicted your father will not afflict you. I said, whatever afflicted your father will not afflict you in the name of Jesus. Whatever afflicted your mother will not afflict you in the name of Jesus. 
I speak your liberty. I speak your freedom. In the name of Jesus Christ. Clap your hands and shout, I am free three times. I didn't hear you. I said, clap your hands. Shout it. Say, I am free three times. Clap your hands and say, I am free. It is done in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout a big amen. Please be seated. Be seated. Friday night, somebody sent me a message. He said, Bishop, the expectation cards you gave us two of my top requests has been answered. <laughs> Another person sent me a message. The person also says, two has been answered. Yesterday night, I checked my phone. Somebody sent me a message. He said, Bishop, one of my prayer requests have been answered. Your testimony will be next in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Consider these 21 days as days of emergency it is an emergency session i hope you understand what i'm talking about please you know what an emergency is yes consider it as an emergency session it is an emergency prayer meeting hmm? and make yourself available tomorrow we'll come and eat communion yeah i'm believing god that some things Hiding in the bodies of people will disappear. Yeah. Some things will disappear. Yeah. Let me quickly share with you. Okay, I have enough time. Let me quickly share with you that we're, if you want my topic this morning, I title it patterns or examples. All right, patterns or examples. You know, we've been dealing with the subject of. Joseph. Is that correct? All right. You know, there are times when you have to listen to a complete message to be able to sum it up and know what, where we are going. There are times too when all you need to do from beginning to end is pay attention because everything that is said will mean something to somebody. All right. And I want you to pay attention carefully to the things we are going to be sharing this morning. So let's go back to Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. It says that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So, scripture enjoins us that we should follow the examples of people who attained the promises of God by means of their exhibition of faith and patience. Now, this is a very, very important thing when you talk about faith and patience. Because Hebrews tells us that now faith is. So faith is described as now. Somebody say now. So anytime we talk about faith, we are made to understand that faith deals with now. Hope deals with later. So when we say you have hope, let us say, you have hoped that one day you have an expectation. But when we talk about faith, Hebrews chapter 11 says, now faith is. So faith deals with the now. However, in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12, it talks about those who through faith means that they believed for now. And yet, the same people had patience. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I, please, are you, are you here with me or you are gone home? Ask somebody, are you still here? What did the person say? Alright. So, we are faithful there now, but we are patient to wait on God to do what he has to do in our lives. So, we are supposed to follow the examples of those 
who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, time will not permit, but one of such people has been the man Joseph. But of course, as Christians, our ultimate example is Jesus Christ. Amen? Now, we saw two weeks ago the uh, Jesus or Joseph being a type of Jesus. How we see the similarities and what their lives represent. But when God is talking to you, or when God is, ta- sorry, when God is taking you somewhere, most of the times what he does is that he will give you an example. When God is taking you somewhere, and everybody listen carefully, listen to me carefully. Whenever God is taking you somewhere, he will give you an example. Sometimes God will just put a certain like in your heart. Sometimes God will put a certain image in your eyes. Sometimes, all of a sudden, you take, you, you, you see somebody from afar and then you begin to like the person. Has it happened to you before? Oh, come on, talk to me. Has it happened to you before? That all of a sudden, you, you, you begin to look at somebody and wow, maybe you sing and then you begin to see somebody who sings and it's like, you, you begin to like when God is taking anybody somewhere, look through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Anytime God was taking somebody somewhere, one of the things he does at the beginning is to give you an example. So, the Bible tells us that consider your father Abraham or look at your father Abraham. So, there are things that God is showing us. There are people in scripture. So, for example, talking about Joseph at such a time as this, cannot be a coincidence. It cannot be accidental. God is giving us an example. God is showing us, look at Joseph. Look at Joseph. Because what I did for Joseph, I'm just about to do it for you. No, that's what it means. That's what it means. I pray that somebody will catch that revelation. Sometimes, all of a sudden, your mind goes on a certain Bible character. And like we are talking about Joseph and uh, my spirit is obsessed with Joseph. My spirit is filled with the man Joseph. And all of a sudden, I'm loving and liking Joseph more. I don't know why you are not liking him more. (laughs) But my spirit is liking him more. I'm loving him more. I'm enjoying reading about him. I'm enjoying his lessons more. Why? Because we must follow after those because anytime God is about to do something, he will give you an example. He will give you an example. I pray that whatever God accomplished with the life of Joseph, may you become the Joseph of our time and become the Joseph of your family. Lift up your hand and shout a big amen. See, this is a man who was born up there, was reduced down there, he sank lower into a pit and went further into prison. And yet, by the time he was ending his life, God picked him from the bottom and took him higher than where he started from. I prophesy over your life. By the time this month is over, you will be higher than where your enemies saw you before. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm speaking to somebody that by the time this month is over, where they thought you were before the things they saw that they were jealous of you about the things they saw that made them envy you by the time this month is over you will be higher than that position come on clap your hands and shout I am the one amen somebody say examples say patterns say pictures Say images. <laughs> have you noticed? <laughs> I, I, I need to move away. But have you noticed that even for the man Jacob, when he was in his father in his in his uncle's house, Laban's house, and God was going to bless him, the first thing God did, because what God did with Jacob had never happened before, that animals that human beings can artificially cause animals to become spotted in their colors. It has never happened before. 
that was the first time that scientific technology was released. But God, how did God do it? You say the Holy Spirit. Yes, but God gave him an image. God gave him a picture. Follow after those. I said, follow after those. Listen, there are people you follow after you can never go wrong. There are things you follow, you will never go wrong. I'm telling you. Because if he's the same yesterday, he's the same today, and the same forever. As you follow, where they started from and where they ended, you can be guaranteed that you will also enter. Somebody clap your hands and shout a better amen. Quickly, just write down these things. Write down these things. My message will be over in a few minutes. Joseph and Jesus, we are following their example. Is that correct? Joseph was useful in his father's house, even at a young age. Jesus was also useful to the father at a young age. At the time Joseph was going to the field observe things and bring report to his father joseph was less than 17 years old <laughs> at the time jesus went into the temple having discussions with the professors concerning the law how old was he he was 12 years old even at a young age they were useful to their fathers so when you hear that joseph's father loved him and jesus is the beloved of the father it is not by accident even at a young age they knew how to please their fathers this is an example you should follow please the father am i speaking to somebody this morning or you don't like this one yeah. please him so it is not by mistake that you know oh Jake, joseph's father loved him and made him a coat of many colors. Now, we say that he was the son of his old age. But please understand, Joseph was not the last born. He was the 11th son. So, in any case, it is not, he didn't receive the coat of many colors because he was last baby. He was last but one. So, if anybody should have been loved them all, it should have been who? The last one, isn't it? But the reason why he was loved was because even though he was the son of his father's old age, yet he served the father. He was useful to the father. There are, there, you see, the love of the father is provoked also by what you do. The love that gives us salvation, we don't work for it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That one, you didn't do anything to make Jesus die for you. But to become the beloved of the father. That when he comes into this room. And out of all the people here, out of the hundreds of people here. He wants to pick one person. He will bypass everybody and come to you. What have you done for him? Am I speaking to somebody this morning? Number two, they were both trusted to go about their father's business. Joseph, his father trusted him that if he can't go to the field and Joseph goes, whatever he would have done if he was there as a father, Joseph would still accomplish the same. Can God trust you? Jesus said, I must be about my father's business. There was a certain element of trust that, you know, there are some people when you send them, you know you've sent yourself twice. Have you had that experience before? But when God sent Jesus, he knew that the work is done. When Joseph, when, when, when Jacob sent Joseph 
to the wilderness. He knew that if Joseph is there, the womb is behaved. Even though they are older than him, he will ensure that the work is done. And if they don't do it, he will bring me a report. <laughs> a faithful man who can find. Faithfulness is key. Jesus said the other day, if you have been unfaithful with the unrighteous mammon, who will give you your own? Listen, the problem for most of us is that God can't even trust you. No. You work with somebody, can they trust you? In fact, we are human. But can I trust as a pastor here that if, I, if I'm not around for two weeks, there are some of you if I know, oh, Bishop, if I go, <laughs> then it's like holiday mindset. Tell somebody, God is watching you. You see the way you said it, you know, you're a very, very big suspect. Tell the person, God is watching you. And tell the person, me too, I know that God is watching me. Tell the person, me, I, me, I know God is watching me. Somebody say amen. amen. Number three. Write down these scriptures for number two. Luke chapter two verse 49. Jesus said, I must go about my father's business. And then Genesis chapter 37 verse two. Luke two forty-nine. And then number three. They both served without bitterness. Now, I'm still dealing with tribes. Is that okay? Look at the humiliation Jesus went through. Hey, when your own creature subjects the creator to ridicule and humiliation, subjects you with, to beatings and mockery, spit on him, you see the things we've been seeing, the pictures we've been seeing with Jesus on the cross. Some nice guy be on the cross, you know, very, look very, very romantic. And with some small towel on his waist. And then he would do like this on the cross. <laughs> that is not Jesus. He was made naked. It means that his manhood was even showing. That's what it means. And when they shipped him, it wasn't a joke. When the person he called to become part of his team gave him the money to hold, stole the money, he never rebuked him. Yet the same man went to sell him for 30 pieces of silver. That is enough to make anybody better. When the people you are trying to help, the people whose houses he went to heal their children, prayed for them, the, including some of them who were having demonic problems and he set them free from madness. Today they have become normal. And their family members were all standing by and pointing the finger and say, crucify him. And yet, all he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. Some of you, the problem you have is that even your prayer is laced with a lot of bitterness. Your prayer is unanswered because you are too bitter. You are too angry. You are bitter the way Pastor Pani spoke to you. Ten years ago, you are still bitter. And anytime you see him, then you are shaking. You have a demon in you. I cast it out in the name of Jesus Christ. bitter that your department leader said because you did not come for rehearsal you can't sing you are bitter you are angry bitterness and yet shall we pray aye, aye. stop deceiving yourself bitterness will kill you I said bitterness is killing you heal yourself from that bitterness can I hear somebody say a better amen 
I'm preaching this morning. Jesus went through all these things and yet he could forgive. He says, Father, forgive them. Forgive them. Look at Joseph. He did no wrong. It was not his fault that his father loved him. Was this his fault? It was not his fault that his father did for him a coat of many colors. And yet, his brothers could not stand him. All his crime was, all Joseph's crime was, was that he slept and had a dream. And then they slept and never dreamt. Yeah. And some of you, the things you are bitter about, it's not normal. It's not normal. Look at the things you are bitter about. You don't serve God. You don't do the things other people do. When God is blessing other people, then you have a problem. Some of you, you are angry this morning is because the person you are sitting next to is wearing a nice shoe and the person's shoe is nicer than yours, so you have a problem. And so you are bitter. Eh? When did they come? When did they come? You've been in the church for 10 years. Eh? They've never made me lead prayer. And then that boy came to the church. And that sister came to the church three months ago. No, we are making, they are making her to lead worship. Eh? Eh? As for this church, they are issuing him. What? No, let me tell you something. In the church, we should share him. I'm not telling you, sir, we don't share him. No, no, no. Can I, can I say it properly for you to understand? Look, this is your bishop. I don't pretend. Why can't you say you should anymore? Sorry. The Bible says God looks at the heart, but man looks at the outside. I'm not God to know your heart. So, what I will use to judge you as a man is your outside. So, when you come to church and you sleep, preach in 30 minutes, you preach, you sleep for 15 minutes. I can't come and tell you to come and lead prayer. You are, you are, you are toxic to the platform. You can, you are, you are, you are too poisonous. Am I still with somebody here this morning? So, uh, Bishop Radio, it's as if Reverend Pan is his favorite. Who, who do you think should have been my favorite? When I need him in the morning, he's there. Y- you. Oh, no, 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 no. It's Reverend Pan. <laughs> By extension, you get some. <laughs> when I need him in the morning, he's there. In the afternoon, when I call him, he's there. In the midnight, when I call him, he's there. 2 a.m., when I call him, he's there. And you think that, uh, oh, uh, as for Bishop and Reverend Pani there. No, no, no. Tell me. You, I see you once a month. I should leave him because your heart, it is God who knows the heart. That, I'm not God. Have I ever told you I'm God? So God looks at the heart. Man looks at the outside. There are people in this church, I gave them assignment once, twice. And I vowed I'll never give them assignment again. Because the way you did it and the way you went about it, I know that this one, if I put my destiny and the destiny of the church in your hands, will end up in IMF. And then when we tell you to resign to you, say you won't resign. God punish the devil. <laughs> I just said God punish the devil. Why are you here, Modesa? but they served in spite of the the things they went through they were still serving their father some of the things people have been through that they are still serving God eh? that they still can be joyful that they can still rejoice some of the things people have been through that they can still go for evangelism some of the things people have been through that they can still dance that when we raise a song that they can still come and dance that 
Eboru ajini inti asinsu Ayeni ashema kumama Namidi mimonya Some of them, the things they've been through and they can still dance. They can still sing. They can still usher. They can still work as security men. They can still come and stand here and preach. The things they've been through and yet when after church they will still not take their Bible and walk out on everybody and they can still go around and ask people how are you doing? Hi! And they are smiling. Sometimes I see they are crazy. But I tell you something. In Genesis chapter 50 verse 20, Joseph said to his brothers, you meant it for evil but God turned it into good. I prophesy over everybody here who is serving God in spite of the pain, in spite of your problems, in spite of your betrayal. They meant it for evil, but I speak over your life. God will turn it around for your good. You see your amen? You see your amen? I said, God will turn it for your good. Lift up your hand and shout, Lord, turn it for my good. Somebody bless this morning. Oh, and number four. They had a good appearance. Joseph had a good appearance. Jesus had a good appearance. We are following after those who through faith and patience. Is that correct? Talk to me, church. Is that correct? Yeah. When Joseph, I think Genesis 41, 14 or thereabout. When he was brought out to go and see Pharaoh, the first thing they had to do, shave him, change his clothes, make him look good, so that he wouldn't look like a prisoner. When Jesus was crucified, the soldiers, guess what they did? They said, let's not destroy his clothes. Let's cast lot, so that whoever wins will take the dress. If the dress was smelling, Roman soldier, Roman soldier, God will bless you. But the thing we learned about these two people was that they were interested in their appearance. You too, you are praying, you are doing everything, but be interested in your appearance. Don't be a prayer warrior whose armpit smells. There are some people, God has blessed you, but the problem is your appearance. It is because of your appearance you may not be getting a wife. Maybe. It could be, maybe it's because of your appearance. That's why you are not getting a husband. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it could be the scent. It could be the scent on your body. It's not me, Bishop, I've done everything. It's not going. No, there's, do more. Yaya Bonua. Lamlu. Huh? You know Lamlu? Ashes. Put it in your armpit. Scrub it. Wait for like five minutes, ten minutes before you go and bath. Keep a handkerchief. When you are entering any place, go and wet it. Put some deodorant in your bag because you know you have a problem. Yeah. When you are entering somebody's office, after you sweat, you go into the bathroom, wet it small, clean your armpits. Huh? Then you... Listen. Perfume does not kill smell. Perfume now And you cry on them and yet time. Perfume. Perfume is on top of But Joseph. Joseph had an appearance. Sisters. When you are coming to church, some of you, you want husbands. When you are coming to church, dress well. Yeah. Some of you come here with some flat, flat. Some of you young ladies, when I see you with some flat, flat shoes, some shoe be. I'm like, I'm going to pay you. 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 I'm going to pay you
Ah. Ah. No, no, l- listen. <laughs> uh, why? I shouldn't say what I'm saying. No, I have to preach it. Because some of you, I'm praying for you to get married. By the way, I would dress an M. Wame. You make my prayer keep long. Tell a young lady sitting next to you, learn how to walk. Yeah. Tell somebody, rehearse it in your room. Yeah. And tell the lady that it doesn't change your spirituality. It doesn't mean you are not spiritual. Yeah. Stand in front of the mirror. Eh? Are you listening to what I'm preaching? Stand in front of the mirror and then walk small. And then see, okay, then when you do it, then you say, oh, no, no, no. Eh, that's not how Lady Jifa does it. Okay, let me start again. Then you can uh, 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 say, no, 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 no. Maybe let me, let me. Yes, rehearse it. Tell somebody I have re- rehearsed it. Are you a footballer and a goalkeeper? Are you a goalkeeper? Hmm? Some of you guys, then you dress rough, 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 rough. Wear green trousers, yellow belt, red socks, blue shirt. Are you a traffic light? Are you traffic light? Huh? Oh, you are rainbow. You are rainbow in the air. Looking well doesn't mean being expensive. It doesn't mean so. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Your dress may be one. Please wash it clean. Iron it well with precision. Guy, don't iron your trousers and you have about four lines in front of it. There are some of the young ladies in church, their parents dress well, so they know. Yeah. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Brush your teeth. When you brush your teeth, check it. A bone it won't say a bone. When you it won't say a bone. Hello, brother. And every everybody around you cannot breathe. Follow after those who through faith and patience inherited the promise. Yeah, I know you are not happy, but God, God will bless you all. <laughs> yeah. You left your hair You shave once, once every three months. Why? Can I hear somebody say amen? Yeah. And don't make yourself look somehow. Don't make yourself look the way we are praying in this church here. If by the end of the year you remain the same, then you have a problem. Because by the end of this year, God will change your destiny. Of you haven't heard Archbishop say before, those they said he had only two suits. Have you heard him say it before? And near the two suits, he would dress, put on a style. When you see him, you think he had millions. Look well. I'm not saying go and borrow money to buy a dress. Please don't do that. Never do that. But even if it is one you have, look well. Joseph looked well. So his brothers envied him. When he appeared before Pharaoh, Pharaoh couldn't, couldn't question his personality. When they crucified Jesus, they wanted to they wanted his dress. They had to do chacha. They had to do bet to see who would take the dress. It wasn't smelling. May that be your story in the name of Jesus Christ. And the last thing I want to say about this is that in promotion, they still said. 
as we speak today, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. What is he doing? Come on, talk to me, church. What is he doing? Interceding. <laughs> it's like what I was saying before, you've not recovered from it. Eh? Why well, you don't believe I could be saying, I'm not talking to you. I was talking to the person sitting next to you, so don't worry. But Jesus, up to today, he is still, now he has a name that is above every name. That at the mention of his name, every knee bows. He has the greatest following of humanity ever. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? In every country, in every nation, in every language, in every tongue, people declare that he is Lord. And yet, with all of the millions and the billions and gazillions of angels that bow before him morning and night saying holy 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 is the lord bowing down and worshiping him yet in promotion he's still seated at the right hand of the father interceding for us you you bought moto and you left the intercessory department god gave you one answer to prayer away then he said bye-bye to all of us. When Joseph still became the prime minister, he was still standing and directing affairs. Say, give this one to this one. Give this one. He was working. You see, the problem of most of us Africans is our laziness. Sometimes when you are traveling eh, on the plane and you have the opportunity to sit in the business class, you see that those people there a lot of them are business people. Some of them, after a while, you see them open their laptops, working. Especially those on the long flight, they'll be working, doing things. And then, go to the economy. Waiter! Can I get wine? <laughs> yeah. That is a problem. Even in promotion, you could serve. Some of the people, some of the most committed members of this church are the blessed ones. Sometimes I see the ones that are, God is now trying to help small. And I see their attitude. You don't need to be a prophet. Sometimes you can just tell that this one, if God does not intervene, he won't go far. Sometimes even we preachers, you see somebody, <laughs> I was talking to some guy recently, started a church, said the church is doing well. He has 40 members. I said, oh, that's good. His attitude has changed. 40. It has changed. Watching African movie. Since you got a job, because of 1,000 Ghana salary they're giving you, you've changed. No, please, do you understand what I'm talking about? Thank God for how far he's brought you. But please remember, remind yourself that you are not where God is taking you yet. You are not there yet. So when you see a little blessing, don't let it overwhelm you. Don't let it overwhelm you to think that that is the end of it. And we take that attitude into marriage and everything. You see a lady who dresses nice and everything. Immediately a man marries her. Then she changes. You won't go to the saloon again. You won't take care of yourself again. You start behaving some way. See a guy, nice guy, doing well. Suddenly, marries, have children, business is doing well, buys a small car. Suddenly, he doesn't go home early. When he closes, he says, well, I'm going to meet my friends. When you were poor, did you have friends? May God help us. Follow after those who through faith and patience inherited the promise. I trust God that we shall reach our destination in Jesus' name. God bless you all. Church, let's stand to our feet. Hands. Just thank the Lord. Just thank Him. Thank Him for His word. And tell God that God, give me grace to become a doer of your word. 
give me grace to become a doer of the word. 